Welcome to Words with Logan and Friends, a podcast where we talk about sports, life, and a variety of topics submitted by you, the listener. My podcast is now available on all streaming services. Welcome into Words with Logan and Friends. I'm joined once again by Nate. We're going to talk about some sports. Last time when I was joined by him, we talked about the bubble, what we thought about it, our projections, which were somewhat right in terms of the Lakers, um, but not on the other end. So we'll talk about that. We just finished week five of the NFL season. We are now in the championship series for the American League and National League. So we'll talk a little bit about that and then um, just kind of do a team-by-team initial thoughts on the NFL. thought it would be nice to get back on here. It's been a while, um, but times are getting busy with work, school, which is getting quite interesting, that's for sure, <laughs> from the managerial perspective. I know I've been using way too much Google Meets. You've been using so much Zoom and it's yep. <laughs> it's annoying, but you know what? It is what it is now. You gotta do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. So in our fantasy league, we are a combined eight and two. We each have our own team, but we're both eight. We're both four and one. I know that you don't. <laughs> you don't think you should be four and one? No. Uh, I think my team's actually pretty solid. I got some good wide, good running backs. Even with McCaffrey being out, I've still been able yeah. to stay four and one, which is nice. Yeah, every time I every time I look at the matchups, like in the middle of the Sunday, I always see your team and you guys got like eighty points and everybody else has like twenty. Like, man, like what is going on? You just score so many points. Yeah, so I, I got I got running backs. I got uh James Robinson who's really emerged. He was undrafted with Jacksonville. Uh, I got Mike Davis. I picked him up. I think I somehow I was like a waiver claim number six and he fell all the way. To me, right when Christian oh. McCaffrey went off, I don't understand how that happened. And then I got uh, Cooper Cup, Will Fuller. Those are my main wide receivers with DJ Shark as well. And then I had Kittle, who was out for a couple weeks. But then mm-hmm. I started with Aaron Jones and Christian McCaffrey. That's that's where I uh, where I kind of got it going here. Mm-hmm. What about your team? Who do you have that sticks out? So... Uh... This week six looks a d- lot different than my normal week, but I'll, I'll talk about my normal week without buys and everything. But um, I got Noodle Arm, Drew Brees, who's been pretty decent for me. Uh, Daryl Henderson Jr., Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I have Nick Chubb, but he's hurt. So at the running back position, I am pretty weak. But uh, my receivers, I got Stephon Diggs, Odo Beckham Jr., Julio Jones, and then I have Henry Ruggs on the bench along with uh, Zach Pascal. And then tight ends are Hunter Henry and Noah Fant. And then I'm rocking with the number one ranked defense, the Baltimore Ravens. So I've been pretty decent this year. Just finding the way to get a victory seems like every week. Yeah. You're 4-1. Yeah. And, and I know you said that you think you've only been favored like one game or something like that. Yeah, I'm always projected to lose, so I've learned to just ignore projections. Yeah. I also have the number one kicker, Rodrigo Blankenship, with the Colts, the Rex Specs baby. So, <laughs> he, yeah, he's, he's been really good. Yeah, I'm looking here. I mean, he scored double-digit points four out of the five games, and then the one game he didn't, he scored seven. So that was – I mean, it's all kicker, but whatever. Yeah, um, hey. Like, 
we'll see what happens. I mean, there's obviously a lot of football left. Trades could be had, and yeah. But Chris McCaffrey in my IR, I mean, that looks nice because regardless, when he comes back, I'll have the starting running back for Carolina. I'm curious if they actually phase Mike Davis out or keep him because he's been so good with Carolina. Yeah, I I'm, I think you'll see him get a lot of reps. Not a lot, but he'll be involved, I think. I think he can kind of be like a Jamal Williams for the Packers. Throw him in there when Jones gets tired or, I don't know. I don't think he'll be completely away from the offense. Carolina's 3-2, and two, so he's clearly been a part of that. Teddy as well. Teddy's been way better than expectation in my eyes. Yeah, well, and, and Robbie Anderson's been really good for him too. Sure. So the MLB playoffs, we haven't really talked too much about MLB. Um, we both grew up playing baseball pretty religiously. I now coach mm-hmm. it, and uh, I just have never really loved watching baseball, which is really weird to me. Uh, but I like coaching, and I like playing it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, like, I'll watch the MLB, and it only comes around in the playoffs. So this year's playoffs was a little bit different. We had – eight teams from each conference making it. We had the winner of the division. We had the second place team of the division. And then we had two wild card teams. Um, a lot of COVID breakouts happened in the MLB, <laughs> specifically the ones that stuck, stood out were the Cardinals who yep. spent a night at Potawatomi in Milwaukee. <laughs> and then the, uh, the Marlins who went out and then like their whole like front office is like yeah yeah it's fine they're just like living life and like stuff like that I'm, like, yeah right, was, like, what right. The fuck? I'm like <laughs> <laughs> it was like what the first like two or three weeks that this was happening too yeah so that yeah, was the was, big that was, was the big ones it. but then it really slowed down which shows that a lot of these players really got serious i know it was only a 60 game season but yeah uh, opening in the season or sorry opening in the playoffs we saw the marlins advance past the cubs that was hilarious <laughs> The Marlins yeah, were actually being a Brewers fan. It tasted just so much better. Yeah, so the Marlins were actually the uh, the three seed, I believe. Or no, did the Cubs win the division? Um, yeah, Cubs yeah, won the division. So the Marlins yeah. were the six, but they still advanced past the Cubs in that three game series. So how it worked is in the first round, it was three game series. Uh, Marlins beat the Cubs. Brewers got swept by the Dodgers, but obviously a very uh, d- tough matchup and a lot of people were mad that the Dodgers like <laughs> had to play the Brewers and the Brewers had a losing record Dodgers had yeah, the best record so. yeah I don't know it is what it is Padres beat the Cardinals so the NL Central was not good because the Reds got eliminated as well uh, but a mm. lot of like past baseball pastime nerds were so mad with like um, the bat flips uh, from our friend Fernando Tatis. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, come on, make the it's fun. They're having fun out there. I'd rather see them do that than show no emotion. Got to do that. I mean, baseball. A lot of people consider it a dying sport, and they're trying to kind of inject excitement right. into it. Yeah, so. and I think I that does that too. So, all right, how about those Twins though? You live up in Minnesota, and I know I know the vibes for the Twins in the playoffs is not good. Yeah, uh, so I work with a bunch of Twins fans, and you know they're pretty confident going into the going into the series, and then they get swept, and oh man, they were so mad. I was I was I get there early, and I wrote down uh, keep the streak. Twins can't win a playoff game. 
uh, hashtag 18 games straight or something like that. And they threw it away in right as they saw it. Yeah. It was in the good morning for them. They're just so bad in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't make it. any sense. Uh, the Astros, unfortunately, advanced. And uh, Carlos Correa, when they advanced in the first round. So Astros played the Twins <laughs> in the first yeah. round. And then they uh, beat the A's in the second round. So now they're here in the ALCS. And, like, Carlos Correa's like, where are the Astro haters now? Where they at? Where they at? <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, mm, still here. <laughs> Don't yep. know. No one left. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're so bad. And th- they have a losing record, too, didn't they, in the regular season? Or right um, at 500? I think they were right at 500. Okay. So, yeah, Astros, uh, the trash tros, I should say. I have a shirt that says the Houston trash tros. Oh, no, they, they were two games under 500. Yeah, so was that worse than the Brewers? I think the Brewers were one. Um, I don't know, actually, that's not possible because it's 60-game season, so they were definitely in the same boat, They were, they, Yeah, they were the same. They were tied. So Astros clearly have, like, a good roster, but um, right. clearly didn't deserve to be in there. But their division's really, really bad there in the AL. So, um, yeah, they're here in the ALCS right now. They're playing against the Tampa Bay Rays, a.k.a. the potential Montreal Rays. That was so yeah. weird that we heard that discussion in the early season. Yeah, uh, But the Rays just started up 3-0. And they're now choking. So tonight we have a game seven, which I'm for sure going to be watching tonight. Um, I know in the background right now I got Dodgers are up 3-1 in the bottom of the eighth. They're going to win yep. that game, and the Braves are also choking. They were up 3-1. So we're probably going to see a game seven for Dodgers-Braves as well. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I always like game se- you know, game sixes and game sevens. It's I didn't watch game one or two for either series, but um... – I'll definitely be watching for Game 7 for the Braves and Dodgers. So, I do not want to see an Astros-Dodgers uh, finals. That would, no. That would be horrible. Again. So, I yeah. would I would like it, though, if they just, like, Dodgers just said, yeah, Game 1, let's just scrap it and just chuck the ball at the Astros all game. <laughs> <laughs> but that won't happen, obviously. That would be funny. I don't, yeah. We'll talk about, you know um, – who do you think ends up winning these game sevens? Because it looks like the Dodgers are going to win. Oh, crap. Did I just see a home run? No, I think oh, they're showing. My, yeah, replay, replay. Yeah. Mookie Betts. Okay, um, who you got in the in the World Series? I think the Braves will take game seven. And I think the uh, – unfortunately, I think the Astros win game seven. Oh, my God. So it'll be Braves and Astros. I take Braves in six. Yeah, yeah. I take Braves in six. I think the Dodgers are going to win in seven, so I think Braves blow a 3-1. I'm praying that the Rays uh, win this. So it, my prediction would be Rays-Dodgers um, with the Braves losing in game seven, and then I would have the Dodgers in six. So if the Dodgers can come out, I think they're going to win, regardless yeah. of playing the Rays or the Astros in my yeah. eyes. Yeah, I think the NL wins no matter what. I think their teams are just better. Yeah. Especially better this year. NBA playoffs, so that was our bulk of what we talked about last time. Uh the Bucks lost to the Heat. That was not good. I was no. especially worried and I know you were worried at even in the Orlando Magic matchup, but they don't get yep. past the Heat. 
Um, the Lakers avoid three key competitors in the Clippers who did not even get past Denver, obviously the Milwaukee Bucks, and then the Toronto Raptors, which those are the one and two seeds in each conference. Uh, Nuggets, <laughs> they won in seven games, three series. Uh, they lost to the Lakers in what? Was that five or six? Um, I believe it was five. Yeah, I think so too. I think I remember right. Uh, they Lakers beat the Heat in six. Uh, I'd never thought that the Heat had a chance, to be honest. They were cooking. Uh, a lot of people were saying, well, once once the Lakers throw on those Mamba Black jerseys, it's over. And they actually ended right. up losing that game. They choked. Right. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That was a good game, though, down the stretch. Yeah, it was really good. And, you know, LeBron got a lot of criticism for that last play and not shooting it. He made the right play by passing it to Danny Green. I mean, he's wide open. Yeah. <laughs> he probably rolled his eyes as he was passing it over to him. Yeah, I mean, but it's a, it's a pass you have to make. So, Kostas Antetokounmpo is a quote-unquote NBA champion. I know Giannis has been, like, hyping him up like crazy. You said something yep. about JaVale McGee saying something about Kostas. Yeah, calling him the first brother of the championship. Uh, I think he spent most of the season in the G League when they were back up and running, though. Yeah, I think he did. And then he got called up to the roster, obviously. But, yeah, he was mostly in the G League. So I have no idea of what the NBA offseason is going to look like. Uh, supposedly, free agency is going to be in around November. Mm-hmm. Uh, are the drafts supposed to be in November? I I think so. I think there's a, 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 a date set for the draft already. I'll look it up really quick. I know that they're supposed to have a virtual draft combine. Uh, yeah. There's been a lot of talk about that. Uh, offseason is going to be huge, especially for the Bucks because – they need to go. It's go time now more than ever if they want to keep Giannis, yep. if they want to make an effort. I've heard a name bounced around. Curious your thoughts about it. Bogdan Bogdanovich. Giannis is really good friends with him. I know he's made an outstanding impact. I believe he's on the Kings. Is that correct? Yep, he's on the Kings. I I really like him. He's a guy that can create his own shot, knock down a three-pointer. Like He's he's kind of like Pat Connington, but um, better. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really like him, so I think that would be huge. So he's he's Serbian. I thought I was looking up. I didn't know. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm seeing it right here from Yahoo Sports. He's a restricted, no, unrestricted, unrestricted free yeah. agent for the Kings. Um, I've watched him a little bit, but the Kings are never on prime time, so I guess I don't know too yeah. much about him. But I know that his stats are pretty good. So yeah, he, yeah, he's he's a good defender too. So uh, they're gonna have Not to make some moves. Defender, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, Chris Paul's getting thrown around there, too, which, I don't know. When the NBA draft comes a little nearer, we may have to do, like, a mock draft episode, but yeah, the Bucks have a first-round pick. Be, it'll be on November, 18, November 18th. November 18th, so about, about a month away. Yep. So, I'm assuming that's going to be virtual as well, just like the NFL draft was, which should be yeah, fine. Think, it's only two rounds. Yeah, it's. It, that's, I like the NBA draft, nice and short. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, the Bucks have the Pacers pick this year, so that'll be right uh, around the twenty mark, I should say. Um, yep. As the Pacers did make the playoffs, so. Yeah. So I'm going to take a quick break here, and we're going to come right back, and we're going to talk about some NFL that has happened so far. <laughs> Thank you.
So what we are going to do is we're going to talk about each team. Uh, the, the amount that we talk about them is just kind of depending upon what we've seen from them so far, good or bad. Uh, and then we'll kind of go from there. So we're going to start with the AFC East. The men at the top, the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen has been outstanding this year. Right now the Bills are 4-1. and one. They just lost to the Tennessee Titans on Tuesday night football. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know what? I didn't actually didn't mind Tuesday night football, especially because it was a good game. So, Yeah, it was a really good game. And, I mean, it showed a lot about the Titans because uh-huh. I didn't believe in them that well or that yeah. much, but it looked yeah. really good. I'll give my thoughts on the Titans later, but uh, <laughs> Josh Allen's good. Stephon Diggs has been outstanding with Buffalo yep. since being traded. I know your fantasy yeah. team definitely has seen those dividends pay off. Yeah, he's been really good. I figured he would have a good year just because, I mean, Josh Allen was kind of missing that receiver one. Because, I mean, I, Diggs is a lot better than Brown oh, in my Dodgers eyes. won. Yeah, I know. I just saw that. Uh, but, yeah, uh, <laughs> Diggs, man been crazy uh their defense is actually really solid as well they've had a couple key injuries so far but um i'm really interested to see how those matchups look when the bills play the patriots yeah i and speaking of the defense they got the guy micah hyde who i did (laughs) not want the backers to let go but they let go and micah hyde casey hayward he's done really well yep well yeah casey hayward's been really good for the chargers but yeah yeah, micah hyde player that i didn't want to let go but Second best team was the Patriots. They did not play last week um, due to COVID. So they were supposed to play the Broncos. They are now playing the Broncos this week. And Melvin Gordon, we'll talk about him in a little bit, but he's not going to play. So I think Cam Newton, who did get COVID, um, is going to get back on the train. He has been so good so far, way above expectations. People were wondering what Cam we were going to get when he came to New England. They're 2-2 and right now. So um, playing Denver and Drew Locke is supposed to come back, um, but he's been he's been out the last couple weeks. Uh, I yeah. think the Patriots take care of business. They could end up going to three and two after this week. Yeah, yeah, Cam's been really good. Um, I mean, he's not he hasn't been MVP Cam Newton, but I mean Belichick's using him in a weird way or in a different way than he was using Carolina. So. But their game against the uh, the Seahawks, that, so that game good. felt like a playoff game. That was such yeah. a good game. So supposedly Cam Newton got COVID from going to a mall, from what I was hearing on another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so, you know, I thought the team, of all the teams in the NFL, Patriots would be the most disciplined because of Belichick. But, <laughs> I mean, Cam Newton, their, their face of their franchise really ended up getting it. Uh, the defense has been spotty. I mean, it's been good overall. But they have just, like, no weapons, it seems like. Their running backs are all, like – I think their running backs all see, like, 20% of the snaps. They just yeah, split it up well, so much. There's no one that really yeah. sticks out. And especially with uh, um, James White being out, I think he'll be a lot better than Rex Burkhead was. I think White's a lot better – just a lot better uh, running back in general. But, yeah, it's been it's been rough to have him, especially on your fantasy team, I, I assume, because mm-hmm. they've been so inconsistent. Yeah. So moving on to the Dolphins then. Dolphins right now, they've had a couple shocking wins, and Fitzpatrick is playing so good. And <laughs> it seems like every time that Fitzpatrick's just, like, starting, he's good. <laughs> and, yep. like, right now I'm looking at their at their point differential. The Dolphins are 23. They're plus 23 right now. 
They're only two and three, but they definitely blew. Oh, they blew out the 49ers last week, which was such yeah. a quite odd matchup. They're up like thirty to six at halftime. Yeah, but, yeah. I I mean, Fitz Fitz Magic, man. He just he doesn't want to lose. Yeah. He just wins games. It's so weird. I mean, they're two and three right now, but they're just being competitive, and they haven't yeah. even considered putting Tua on the field. Miles Gaskin has been a really bright spot for Miami, and then Devontae Parker. The defense actually looks solid as well. Not good, but uh, much improved because last year they were pretty much a laughing stock. Yeah, I kind of I want to see Tua play. I hope he plays this year. It'll. It's weird seeing Fitzpa- Fitzpatrick play instead of him, but. Um... Yeah, that defense has been surprisingly okay. So right now, Houston, the Texans are 1-4, and four, and the Dolphins have their own pick and the Texans' pick. So I'm curious what they end up doing with those picks. Um, maybe someone on defense. Maybe, you know, they just drafted an O-lineman in this last draft, but maybe they just mm-hmm. bolster that up a little bit. I'm curious what they end up doing um, with that. And then yeah, last... they're in a, they're oh, a weird spot. No, you're good. Uh, they're in a weird spot where it's like they have a lot of young pieces, but they also have, you know, like Kyle Van Noy. So they have a lot of bright spots, like, you know, that are in their primes or past their primes. So they got to find out, you know, do they want to try and be competitive right now or be competitive for the next, like, four years? And then we get to the trash bag of the New York Jets. <laughs> so the Jets, they're coached by Adam Gaze. I have been public by saying he is the worst coach in the NFL. It's not close. People still call him an offensive-minded guru, quarterback guru, just because he worked with Peyton Manning a little bit. He was bad in Miami. He's bad in New York. Nothing's changed. Uh, He basically got into a fight with Le'Veon Bell, who's like one (laughs) of their better offensive weapons. Now he's cut. So, like – and he's still there. He has not been fired after we've already seen two NFL coaches be fired. I don't understand the motive except for the fact that he might be able to lose them more games. <laughs> like, yeah, seriously. I don't know. If, if they're really committed to the tank and they want him in there, you go. But I, he's an idiot. I just I don't get why they, why they keep him around. So they're own five right now. They're so bad. Um, I'm on the minority of saying that Sam Darnold, I like him as a quarterback. I think he's just been kind of screwed so far in his career. A lot of people think he's a bad quarterback, um, and I could definitely see it, though. I think I've just been a big Darnold fan. I don't know why. Like, he's just been screwed. Yeah. He's got no weapons. He's got no offensive line, and their defense is bad. So what right. is that supposed to equate to? Right. And, I mean, you see, like, he has a lot of games where he looks really good, but then was it – was it last year that he said he was seeing ghosts against the defense or whatever? <laughs> and he got he like, got mono. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's so weird. I don't know. I, I see flashes, but you got to see what he can do with a better O line and better weapons. So the Jets just cut Le'Veon Bell, and now they are stuck with Frank Gore as their stunning <laughs> running back, the corpse of Frank Gore. He will not die. And then they also nope. have a rookie in Lamichael Pirine, who they haven't mm-hmm. really tried out yet. I'm curious what he's gonna do for the Jets, but I mean like Jamison Crowder is really their only bright spot for the Jets. Yeah, and that's embarrassing. But <laughs> I mean, I think Pride will get a lot of a lot more work in now that Bell's gone, but yeah, the Jets are just bad. And also, um not to mention that Sam Darnold's not even the quarterback right now. It's Joseph Flacco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
he's he's not good either. That's not an upgrade. So I'm curious if they end up did if they did end up drafting Trevor Lawrence, I'm very worried that they don't have any weapons to supply him. And it mm-hmm. may be a very similar situation. I hope not, because Trevor Lawrence is like one of my favorite athletes in a very long time of watching sports. So did you see what he did today for Clemson? Yep, five touchdowns, 400 yards. Yeah, Crazy. he tore up. They scored yeah. 73 points or something like that. Yeah, it's that's insane. I don't care who I don't think I don't care who you are, who you're playing. Seventy three points is crazy. Yeah. So AFC North, let's take a look here. Starting off with the leaders, the Steelers. I believe on my uh, NFL team preview, I did say I thought the Steelers would win the division. They're currently four and zero. They had mm-hmm. a very early bye due to a COVID case, of course. Uh, but Ben Roethlisberger, that was the big question mark, and he has looked really, really good so far. It helps that he has a lot of good weapons around him and a very good defense. Yeah, that defense has been really good. But I, I, I was worried after that first game when he said it felt like every time he got hit was he got hit by a car or something. <laughs> yes, I remember that. When he said that, I was like, oh, man, this is not going to be good. But he's been really good. Juju's having an okay year. Chase Claypool just had four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've, they've looked really good. And, I mean, that defense with Fitzpatrick, I mean, they're on another level. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens with them. I'm curious. I can't wait for some of these Steeler-Browns, Steeler-Raven matchups. So we said yeah. the Steelers are at 4-0 at the top. But, man, we got a two-way tie for second at 4-1 and for both teams, starting mm-hmm. with the Baltimore Ravens. A lot of people said they were the favorites to win the AFC North again because of Lamar Jackson and the offense, the defense that they got growing there. Um, mm-hmm. Lamar's looked okay. He can't beat the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> that worries me, but I, Lamar looks Lamar looks good. I don't know. I'm not really worried about the Ravens. I just feel like they have so much less weapons than a lot of people talk about. Like Mark Andrews is really good, and then Marquise Brown obviously is fast and good but like yeah. outside of that who do they have their yeah. running backs I mean, have been very mark ingram. yeah like i mean like mark ingram's he's only been on the field for about 40 percent of snaps this year which is right. so weird because last year he was so good and he scored so many touchdowns yeah they're just they're lucky that their defense is doing so well i mean their defense has like a pick six in the last like three games i think i mean their defense is playing so good so their their uh point differential right now is plus 73 uh, mm-hmm. Generally speaking, with the Ravens, that's what happens. They blow out the bad teams, and then the good teams they either lose to or it's just so close. Yeah. Third, we got the Cleveland Browns. They are 4-1 and one right now. Um, Kevin Stefanski, what a start to his coaching as a head coach for the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, Baker, what do you think about him? Um. He's looked a lot better in these past few weeks. He didn't play it too good in the first game, but um, the trickery that they've been running, you know, against the against the Cowboys with Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis, that like that's such a big uh, game changer when they can throw in those trick plays and get touchdowns out of them. It takes a lot of pressure off of Baker having all those weapons around him. But I think he's good. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what he does late season. Because, I mean, that's when everything matters, and that's when you got to be clutch. But it, it, I don't know. I like Baker. 
that throw was so hilarious when Jarvis Landry threw a touchdown to Odell because he like yeah. scrambled to the left and he just fired the ball. You could see he was throwing as hard as he can, and it was like yeah. just like a slow ball from yeah, fancy base or backyard baseball. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, I loved it. Odell Beckham Jr. You know, on a fantasy team, I was very happy with that game. Living and dying by the run, though. Kareem Hunt is now the starting running back for Cleveland uh, after Nick Chubb went down. And Kareem Hunt, I mean, you can't have a better backup running back in the NFL, regardless of his character. He is by far one of the best running backs in the NFL. It's not not even a question. And you can see that because they haven't lost a step since Nick Chubb went down. So he's typically a better pass catcher, but he's also very Mm -hmm. good between the tackles. Um, Cleveland's yeah. defense is a little bit injured. I mean, their defensive backs are bad, um, yeah. but their front line is actually okay. Um, that's going to be their Achilles heel is definitely their defense because I think even with their offense and, you know, Baker being hit or miss sometimes, yeah. uh, the, their defense is really the only problem there. They play the Steelers tomorrow, so we'll have to see what happens in that matchup. Yeah, well, and they I think they still have to play the Ravens twice, and – I mean the Ravens' offense is a lot better than the uh, better than Cleveland's defense, so yeah, I don't know. That's the one team that I'm not too sure about in the AFC North. So then we got Cincinnati. Cincinnati's one, three, and one. They tied the Philadelphia Eagles, um, but I know Joe Burrow's been very vocal about not liking that he's not winning games. I'm like, dude, you're coming into one of the worst teams in the league. It's gonna happen. It's just gonna take time. But that's all he's ever known is winning. Um, Joe Mixon started off a little bit rough. He has kind of come into his own, though, as of late. Their defense is still pretty bad. Um, the weapons, though, for Cincinnati, outside of A.J. Green, who wants to be traded, cough, cough. I wonder if Green Bay would be interested, cough. Uh, but Ty- Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins have been the main go-throughs for Joe Burrow. Um what have you seen so far from the Bengals? Um, that offensive line is horrible. Burrow's getting hit so much. Um, what, how for, many times did, did you see that time he got lit up? I, yeah. who were the, I don't know who they were playing. Oh, the Eagles, he, I think. Yes, I think it was a tie. And he just yeah. got completely clobbered. It was not good. Yeah, I, I feel bad for him. When they're throwing, what, 62 times? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. He, I think he looks pretty good. Uh, you can only do so much with that team. So like you said, the defense sucks too. So if they get a top pick, what are they going to do? Do you think they're going to take it? I think they got to go for an offensive lineman, right? Maybe like Peyton yeah. Sewell, who's with Oregon. He's like viewed as one of the f- like decades best players. He's yeah. just an absolute yeah. clobber guy. So that would be huge, especially to block for for Burrow. But I, yeah, I mean, they're they not going to take a quarterback. They don't need they to gotta, they gotta take offensive line. They gotta protect their their future. You gotta protect Joe Burrow. Yep. And it seems like that's the top of the draft always is like edge rush, offensive line, quarterback. Yep. So yeah. I'm very curious though. I'm a big fan of Jamar Chase from LSU. And he yeah. opted out, so you can't you can't really judge anything of him this year. But I'm curious how high he is drafted, because he might be better than any of these wide receivers that were just taken in this last draft. Yeah, he was really good last year, and I mean, you're seeing the effect on LSU of not having him because hmm. I mean they've been struggling. But yeah, I Jamar Chase is gonna be really good. I don't know who he's gonna go to. I think he's gonna be top ten pick though. Sure. 
AFC South time, so we got the COVID Titans. Who? Why do I call them that? Oh wait, because they violated protocol and when they started their own practice, they didn't give a shit. Um, so they basically almost shut the NFL down. I yep. still, and I've talked to a couple of friends about this. It is beyond preposterous that there are no penalties at all to t- on the Titans to this point. They should have at yeah. least lost a draft pick or two. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with them not forfeiting a game, whatever. Because a lot of people yeah. want to keep like the, you know, the the longevity or the reputation of the NFL, but at the same time, they're four and zero right now. I think that's pretty ridiculous that you're going to put the league in risk. Same thing I said about the Marlins and the Cardinals. They right. didn't get any penalties. It was just like, oh, well, if they don't finish their 60 games, it's just going to be a win percentage. That's so stupid. Yeah, I think that's stupid. There's got to be a penalty to it. Because, I mean, you can get the whole NFL shut down if teams keep doing this. It's just uh, it's, it's ridiculous. They just beat the Bills, though. Um, Ryan Tannehill has continued looking good. He's definitely going to pay off on that investment, it looks like. They more times than not do live and die by the run with Derrick Henry. Oh, my God. He is just an absolute tank. They were talking about yeah. on this podcast I was listening to this morning about, like, okay, who's winning in a one-on-one, uh, like, gauntlet matchup, like, running at each other? And they have, like, Derrick Henry versus a golf cart. Derrick Henry versus <laughs> a fridge. Like... <laughs> Yeah, he is. Um, that stiff arm was just insane. Yeah. He's too strong. I still will never forget last year he had a 99-yard touchdown where he just threw some dude into the dirt. I think it was the Jags that they played. Yeah. Yeah, he's a monster. I'm I'm not fully bought in on the Titans. Uh, they did blow the game versus the Chiefs last year in the playoffs. But um, mm-hmm. their defense is actually solid. It is, it is indeed solid, but... Um, A.J. Brown just came back from injury. He was looking real good against a very tough Bills defense. So that's mm-hmm. good for them. Now, like I said, they got Tannehill. They got Derrick Henry. It's, it's, it's going to look good for them. But uh, Colts, yeah. the second-place team, the Colts. What do you think about Phillip Rivers? He's been bad. <laughs> I mean, T.Y. Hilton hasn't been good, but that's just results of uh, Phillip Rivers. That defense is so good, though. I mean – even with Philip Rivers playing bad, that defense has carried them. I mean, that game against the Bears, it, they won because of that defense. JT, he's gotten off to an okay start. Uh, yep. He's clearly the guy now that Marlon Mack went down. Um, I mean, like, who else are they going to get the ball to? But it yeah. sucks, well, though. I thought... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, like, they're wide receivers. They had two really young, good young ones in Michael Pittman, who's out for extended time, and then Paris Campbell who's out for extended yep. time. It's just tough yep. for them for weapons-wise. Yeah, and it's tough for me because, you know, Paris Campbell's on my on my fantasy team. But <laughs> um, No, I thought Jonathan Taylor was the best back in the draft, and he's looked really good, but the offensive line is also probably the best in the NFL. But, no, I thought Jonathan Taylor looked really good. He's looked good in the passing game, which people were really worried about. Moving on to the third-place team, the Houston Texans at 1-4. and four. Bill O'Brien is gone. The GM, the team owner, the executive president, basically the Johnny Sins of the NFL. One and four. <laughs> <laughs> One and four. He is gone. Romeo Cornell is now the head coach for the Houston Texans. Uh, Deshaun Watson actually just signed a lucrative deal. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if he is regretting that. I don't think he is because of the money he's getting. 
but right. their weapons are so weird. Like, Will Fuller's the number one guy. He's actually looked really, really good because he's healthy. Yeah. yeah, finally. Brandon Cooks has looked okay, and they're sent. Randall Cobb's been serviceable. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense is putrid. The offensive line is horrible, even with Laramie Tunzel. Uh, they don't have a first-round pick. They don't have a second-round pick. At 1-4, and four, what what GM potential is going to want to come in there or head coach with no picks? Yeah, yeah, I, it's horrible. Bill O'Brien, he was there for way too long. It kind of <laughs> reminds me, like, why do you trade away DeAndre Hopkins? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. I mean, it's, but he's one a top three receiver in the game, and you trade him away. Yep. And then, oh, it's just, it's bad. That defense is just so bad. It's like, no, I don't know how they're even going to rebuild. Like, they're going to no. have to trade someone to try to get some they, I think they got to trade Watt. Watt. I mean, Watt's already, what, 31? What do you think they could get for him? Like a fifth? You I think they, they could get, get more than that? I think they could get probably a, a good, young uh, defensive player, hopefully. Oh, like player. Okay. Or, or some offensive line. But then, yeah, probably like a fourth or fifth tagged along with that. Sure. I mean, he's still good, but he's, he's just always hurt. Yeah. And then we get to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They started off 1-0. A lot of people were like, man, I think this team's going to be a lot more competitive than they are. And they've lost four in a row. Um, Gardner's looked okay. I mean, they're minus 38 right now in the in the uh, point differential. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I like James Robinson. He's really emerged. He was undrafted. They don't really have to worry yeah. about that. If they want to go with him moving forward with running back, they cut Leonard Fournette. So, um, yeah, I think they're I think they're okay with Robinson there. DJ Chark, I like him. I like some of their other wide receiver options as well. Uh, their defense mm-hmm. is just way too young to be able to have like a uh, a concrete decision on what we view of them. Uh, but I'm curious what's going to happen in the draft. They do have their pick, and I believe they have a couple more picks. Um, they may send the house or try to send the house to get Trevor Lawrence. It's still in the back of their head. I can guarantee it. Uh, but otherwise, I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe another offensive lineman. Yeah, that offensive line is pretty bad. Yeah, I don't know if they'll stick with Minshew because he hasn't been horrible. I mean, he's dealing with a subpar team, a bad offensive line. So, you know, do you stick with him and just try and give him more weapons or better defense? You know? I don't know. AFC West, then we start with the Chiefs. They're 4-1, and one, just lost to the Raiders. Um, and... You know, they have looked pretty good, and they just added Le'Veon Bell to add to their backfield with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Uh, Travis Kelsey hasn't lost a step. Tyree Kill hasn't lost a step. Mahomes is obviously good. Um, and then Mahomes, <laughs> I mean, like, what a year Mahomes is having. He's guaranteed 500 mil. He yep. basically signed a $1 billion contract. <laughs> he gets engaged. He wins a Super Bowl. His fiance is pregnant with his son. Like, literally, what else could he have happen that is good? Um, Maybe having a better defense. Sure. (laughs) Maybe that. (laughs) So the four. Yeah, he's having a huge year too. Yeah. Um, I mean, who do they play? They play the Bills actually on uh, Monday afternoon. They're supposed to play actually yesterday. Nope, it's Saturday. They're supposed to play on yep. Thursday against the Buffalo Bills, but Buffalo played on Tuesday, so they pushed that game into Monday afternoon. Um, right when I'm done with work, I'm going home, and I'm watching that Chiefs game before softball. That's what I'm doing. 
Uh, what time is it at? Four o'clock. Oh man, I got something. To... Oh, I won't <laughs> be able to watch that. Yeah. I may be may be able to catch the end, but I really want to watch that game. So they're the only team in the AFC West with a plus differential right now with thirty nine. Um, mm-hmm. Coming off that loss to the Raiders, they're going to destroy the Bills. That's my prediction. Yeah, I think is Josh Allen is completely healthy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be a very high scoring game. But yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to win. Sure. Mahomes is just that offense is too good. Yeah. Second place right now is the Las Vegas Raiders 3 and 2. Uh Gurdon, I don't know what the hell he's trying to do with his mask. He's basically <laughs> trying to put it on his face but not actually commit to wearing it. So he like yeah. rolls it up and looking like a joint and like puts it on his <laughs> on his chin. Or like he'll put yeah. it on his nose. I'm like, dude, just wear it how it's supposed to be worn. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really surprised by him doing that either. He seems like the type of guy that would do that. Yeah. Wear it like that. So he's three they're three and two. Uh Derek Carr's actually looked a lot better than a lot of people think. Their defense has still been pretty rough. Um I'm curious what's gonna happen with them though, because their offense Henry Ruggs has looked unbelievable. He's basically, I would call him a Tyreek Hill type player. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like the one touch type guy where if he gets past you and he catches it, I mean, he's gone. There's no way you yeah, can catch I mean, up to him. I think he had like three receptions for like 130 yards and a touchdown last week. But I mean, he's been, he's been hurt though. So, you know, you gotta like, wonder if you continue to be production or have the production he did last game or he falls off yeah. but yeah he has a lot of potential denver's one and three right now uh, they went on their quote-unquote bye last week they play the patriots this week like i said i think they're going to lose they've had so many injuries to their defense yeah. uh sutton's out for the year drew Locke was out for extended time Noah fant's been out for a couple weeks um just completely destroyed by injuries to just prevent them from being even remotely competitive which sucks but they'll have another really early pick this year that they can add to their kind of uh team they they just got jerry judy there and gifted him at like pick 21 or something like that but, yeah um, i'm i'm really disappointed that they got so many injuries because i was really excited to watch them i felt really highly of them but yeah it was a lot going out and sudden it's just it's been ugly for him Melvin Gordon just got DUI. Um, he's out <laughs> tomorrow, and it says illness. I'm like, yeah, okay. yep, I noticed that. I noticed that today. Yeah, um, I thought so that was funny. Phil Lindsay's finally going to get his little shot there. I still think even when he's on un- him being undrafted, he could be a starting running back somewhere. I don't know why they went out and signed Melvin Gordon, but Melvin Gordon's yeah, actually been pretty solid when he's on the field. Yeah, it's. I mean, you know, it, it's good. You know, Philip Lindsay, I think he could definitely be a starting running back somewhere else. So I don't know. It'll be weird to see if they or it'll be interesting to see if they stick with Lindsay or, or Gordon in the next coming years. All right, and then we got the Chargers who are one and four right now. I know I joked with you at the beginning. They could be five and oh. They could be five and <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you right now. So they uh had Herbert start the game versus the Chiefs, uh, after Tyrod Taylor was literally injected a shot into his ribs that shattered his ribs uh, Mm -hmm. for pain restrict reduction that was great so uh herbert started and i was pissed because i've never been a fan of herbert but Mm -hmm. literally first drive i'm like all right this may be pretty good 
And then he kept going, and I'm like, all right, all right, I'm liking this. And uh, he threw a late pick at the end of the game, Anthony Lynn. I know we were talking about that. They were at their own 25 and a fourth down and one, and they mm-hmm. punted. Um, I personally support that call. I know a lot of people say they didn't like it at all, <laughs> that they would have gone for it because you're putting the ball in Mahomes' hand. But also, uh, I thought it was smart. Uh, they lost to the Buccaneers. And the Saints, both after having big-time leads um, that ended in late picks. Also, the Saints game was kind of garbage because uh, you had just Camaro was just an absolute beast, of course. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying they could be 5-0. and uh, Eckler, with like 15 seconds left in the game versus Carolina, dropped the ball. <laughs> he could have walked in after a lateral. Uh, that's great. So... I know you said they could be three and two. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them three and two. I, you know, they looked really good against the Chiefs, but I thought the Chiefs were going to win that game anyways. And I don't know. Herbert's just too young to win a game like that. And I, I agreed with the decision to punt with Lynn, like you said. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'll give the Chargers three and two. We're going to come right back and talk about the NFC. <laughs> Let's start off with the NFC least. The Dallas Cowboys are in front at two and three. All four teams have a negative point differential, of course. Dallas just lost Dak Prescott. He's done for the year. Andy Dalton's now the guy. Man. I don't even know what positive to say about any of these four teams. It's 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 tough to find a, a positive. But the Cowboys have the most positive. Yeah. I mean, they got the best weapons. They have an okay defense. Andy Dalton's not the worst backup. If the, if the uh, Cowboys would have lost against the Giants because they were close down the stretch, it would have been 1-4. and four. Eagles would have been mm-hmm. in first at 1-3-1. and, three and one. <laughs> Giants would have been 1-4. and four. Football team would have been 1-4. and four. God. Yeah. It's just a bunch of bad. That's all it is. You think that Dallas is going to sign Dak this offseason? I don't think he deserves the money that he wants. Um, but I think he's going to get it. They have to sign him. What do you, they, think, about I mean, Mac- what do you think about McCarthy so far? He's the McCarthy that I remember. <laughs> That's what everybody says. <laughs> I mean, just not a good offense. Not a good RAN team. The team's not disciplined. It's just, I never liked McCarthy that much. But, I mean, his, the Cowboys look exactly how the Packers did. They're always undisciplined, and the offense just isn't good. Yeah. Isn't that good, I should say. Eagles are 1-3-1, and one, tied with the Bengals. Uh, they're only a half game behind Dallas. Don't really have anything to say except for I know Wentz has not looked good. No, he's been bad. They have no weapons. They can't stay healthy at all. Yeah. You can't really blame it on one. You can't put it all on once because, I mean, the receivers are horrible. But, yeah, I don't know. Just the, uh, the Eagles are never fully healthy. So, I don't know. Travis Fulgham has been the rep, the big weapon for Philadelphia right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's all I got to say about that. It's Real quick, what uh, what record do you think that the winning 
team of the conference is going to have. What do you think? If they put, play a full, a full 16 game season, yes, I think eight and eight. At best, I think the Cowboys could go eight and eight. Yeah. At their best, because I mean Dalton's not a bad backup; he'll win you some games. But so they'd have to go six and five the rest of the way. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know their. Uh, I don't know who they play. Yeah, but I, th- I think eight and eight or seven, nine, seven and nine. Well, think about it; they're gonna have to play a lot of these teams within their division. So <laughs> right, I, they should beat the Giants again, and they should beat Washington again. Both or have they played them yet? So it looks like the Eagle or the Dallas is one and zero in their division, which means they've only beaten the Giants. Okay. So they play the Giants once, football team twice, Eagles twice. Yeah, they'll beat they'll beat Washington twice and probably beat the Eagles at least. I think they'll once. split with the Eagles. Yeah. But yeah, I think eight and eight or seven and nine. So the football team is one and four. Uh and the football team we mean Washington. They have completely cut off Dwayne Haskins, which doesn't really make sense to me because their backups are Kyle Allen and Alex Smith, who is an outstanding story, but like what are they doing? I don't even understand what they're trying well, to do right now. Right, and they have no weapons, so how can you blame it on Haskins? Terry, I mean, yeah, he has Terry that's it. Yeah, that's all they have, so I don't know. I don't like it. You drafted him in the first round, you know. What's the point of playing him for half a year? Because he was hurt last year, too. Your defensive line is really good, though. I mean, Chase Young has looked pretty solid so far. Yeah, they have well, some I mean, other guys there. Too, yeah. Giants are 0-5. They've been bad. Daniel Jones is bad. Um, I don't know what to say about their defense is bad. Blake Martinez is like their only bright spot on the defense. Well, he's doing a lot what he did for the Packers. All he gets is tackles. They're not, you know, he's not making good plays. He's just there to make the tackle. He never did anything for the Packers. He's completely overrated to me. (laughs) It's funny because in IDP leagues for fantasy – He's like a top five guy every single year. Oh, yeah, because he gets 12 tackles a game. <laughs> but that's – they're not – you know, he's not making plays at the line. He's making plays 12 yards downfield after yeah. he had blown a coverage. <laughs> it, yeah, I, I, I hate Blake Martinez. Green Bay in the NFC North is first place. 4-0 right now. They play Tampa tomorrow. Going to be a great game, hopefully. Um, yep. What have you seen so far from Green Bay? Uh, Rodgers is back. I think it's – I think it's him and Russell Wilson in the MVP conversation, and just them two right now. They're in a they're in a tier above everybody else, um, even with the with Devonte Adams being out. Um, and Aaron Jones is the best back in the NFC North, and competing to be the best back in the NFC. The defense. What do you think about them? Um, they haven't been bad. The running game hasn't, or the running defense hasn't been too bad. Um. It'll be tough against the Buccaneers with Mike Evans. That's going to be a really good test for uh, Alexander, who's been a top-five corner. So, um, yeah, I think Alexander, you know, can hold his own against Mike Evans, or hopefully. Chicago is second in place. That's a big shock to me. They're 4-1. and one. They've gone through a QB change, went from mm-hmm. Trash Bisky over to Foles. Uh, they beat Tampa last week. So that's got to give you some positive thoughts as a Green Bay fan. Uh, against Tampa coming up here. But Chicago's defense has looked really good, uh, as kind of expected. But then their offense is just like putting the other plays to get it done, I guess. Yeah, I don't really see the Bears as a threat. I mean, I think the Vikings are better than the Bears, and the Vikings are 1-4. and 
So that's what I think of the Bears side. Their defense is good, but they just they can never get it done in the big moments. They play against Carolina this week, so that should be an interesting matchup. Detroit yeah. on the other side though is one and three. They have looked really bad. Their line, their defense is just horrible. Yep. Uh, Stafford and Galladay has been injured a lot of the season, so I wonder if that plays a part of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Their running backs. I mean, right now they're starting AP. They also have DeAndre Swift, um, so we'll see kind of what happens there. But uh, Lions, they're in for a tough season. They have a negative twenty-eight point differential right now, uh, which yeah, is about I mean, four touchdowns. So. Yeah, it's the same old Lions. Yep. It's just, it's bad. You know, it can be good for the first three quarters of the game, but in the fourth quarter, you blow it. Mm-hmm. That first week when DeAndre Swift dropped that touchdown in oh the end, or, well, obviously touchdown in the end zone, but I mean that's horrible. It, I, I feel so bad for Lions fans. Vikings one and four, so they're in last place right now. Uh, Kirk's looked really, really bad. Uh, Dalvin has been looking really nice though. Uh, he's yep. out this week, so Alexander Madison's going to have to kind of step up there. Thielen's looked unbelievable. Justin Jefferson's looked really, really good as well. Yep. But their defense has been so bad. I thought the Lions' defense was bad. Vikings are far worse. And now they play Atlanta, who has a pretty solid offense. Uh, Atlanta has a really bad defense as well, which we'll kind of talk about. But, oh, my God. Their defense is just what is holding them back. They're one and four right now, which is not good. Yeah, well, their cornerbacks are horrible. They can't cover anybody. Their D line hasn't been good. It's just Zimmer needs to go. I think he's a big problem. He's obviously not the guy that's going to lead you to a Super Bowl. So Vikings so I think are that's, that's what you guys start with. Vikings are third in points given up. So I mean, like what? Uh, do you think they're in the running? for Trevor Lawrence, or do you think they're going to win a couple games here? I don't think they'll do bad enough to be in the running for Trevor Lawrence. Sure. They're going to win against, like, I'm sure they'll win against the Lions. They'll probably take one against the Bears. So they'll win a fair share of games. They'll probably go, you know, 7-9, I think, or 6-10. I think they go on a little run. So they're 0-1 in the division right now. They've lost to the Packers, right, first game? Mm -hmm. So that means that they have to play the Lions twice and the Bears twice. Uh, Yeah. At least a split with the Lions, I would say. Yeah, I th- I think they win both games against the Lions just because the Lions are the Lions. Yeah. Moving on to the NFC South, we'll also at the end here we're gonna do a Super Bowl Super Bowl prediction. We're gonna do a Trevor Lawrence prediction. Uh, NFC South. So we start with the Saints are in first place technically right now. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I consider them the better team than Tampa Bay. Tampa's got everything clicking right now, but. Uh, Saints, Drew Brees has not looked outstanding. Uh, in fact, some games I'd argue he has looked pretty washed slash noodly. So, Kamara has looked all worth that money. He is an outstanding pass catcher, outstanding weapon. Uh, Michael Thomas, a.k.a. Slant Boy, has <laughs> not. He is causing fights within his own team now. Um, yeah, and he's not even on the field. It's called can't guard Mike. How about can't start Mike? <laughs> just yeah, not good. Kamara's been just. I mean, he's been dominant. That game against the Packers. Oh my god. Yeah, Drew Brees has been okay at best, but yeah. they need Michael Thomas back. 
Emmanuel Sanders has been pretty decent these past few weeks, so. Yeah, I, I just don't know what the Saints I, – I, I mean, if they make the playoffs, I don't view them as much of a threat, to be honest. No, not at all, even with even with Mike, Michael Thomas. Well, they have a three-point differential right now. Buccaneers yeah. on the other side, 27-plus. Uh, they're 3-2. and two. They've really started to get it together. At the beginning, I've started. I was starting to wonder. I'm like, oh my gosh, is all this mm-hmm. is all this hype fake? Godwin's been out most of the year. He's back tomorrow versus Green Bay. Uh, I don't know if he'll be limited or full. We'll have yeah, to see what sure. happens there. But um, man, I mean, Tampa. Ronald Jones has looked really, really good, and they went out and they got Leonard Fournette, and a lot of people were saying he was going to be the guy. And Leonard Fournette has played like one game, and that's it. Yeah, and Brady's looked decent. Um, Gronkowski hasn't done anything for that for no. that offense, and I mean, Mike Evans has been good, but yeah, with Chris Godwin, I think this offense is even better. Obviously, so uh, I I think they put up a good amount of points against the Packers. Yeah, so let's see who comes up with that victory. Their defense has looked okay too. Antoine Winfield um, has looked really really good in the secondary. Yeah, he's looked, yeah, he's looked very good. That's how I'm gonna feel junior, that is. Carolina, third place, three and two though. So we got a three-way tie for first. Uh Teddy, as I kind of mentioned earlier in the show here, has looked way above what I expected from him. He went undefeated with the Saints. Um, obviously got big time injury. A lot of people were thinking he's like not a good passer, stuff like that. But he's really put Robbie Anderson mm. into his own. Uh Matt Rule and um What's his name? Joe Brady, uh, the former offensive coordinator for the LSU Tigers, have really, you know, ex- extorted Teddy. And uh, Robbie Anderson's looked great. DJ Moore has not looked as great, but um, mm-hmm. they've done enough to win games. Their defense is so young and and not good by any means. Uh, <laughs> they're only f- plus four in the run in the uh, point differential. They're on a three game win streak though. Curious if they keep that up against Chicago tomorrow. Uh, but, man, Carolina has definitely exceeded expectations. I thought they were going to be one of, if not the, worst team in the NFL. Well, especially without McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah, that too. I mean, he, he was the biggest target for him. But, yeah, Robbie Anderson's been really good. And Teddy just gets the job done. I mean, he just does enough for you get for, the, for him to get the win. You know, he doesn't get six touchdowns. He doesn't put up huge stats. But when they need him to go get a win, he go gets a win. And Mike Davis has really shown out right now. Um, he's been yeah. a really good pass catcher so far for Carolina. So we'll see what happens against Chicago tomorrow. Uh, yeah. They could be, if not the sole winner of first place, but if they beat Chicago, they could be tied still at six games in. Atlanta is 0-5, the king of choke. Right now they are <laughs> a minus 39 in the point differential. They're on a five-game losing streak, obviously. Uh, I think they've choked three of those games, including yeah. the unbelievable game against Dallas where they gave up that onside kick where literally no one even tried touching it. That's just horrible. Oh, God. Um, they have fired their head coach. They fired their GM. So we'll see what happens. Raheem Morris is the interim head coach, yep. and he was the defensive coordinator, and their defense is really bad. So – <laughs> um, not good in Atlanta. Matt Ryan's no. looked okay, but at the same time, with Julio on the field, he doesn't do like when he's not there. He doesn't do well. 
But Calvin right. Ridley started the season off very good. Yeah, well, and that defense, they just don't have a lot of players that are playing at a high level either. Quinn should have been gone three years ago. So, yeah, Matt, Matt Ryan's been okay with Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones being out. But, yeah, I don't know. I They're going to be bad. You got to wonder how what they do in the draft, where they go. But, yeah, they'll be at the bottom of the division the entire year. What do you think their record's going to end up being? So right now they're own two no they're own one in the division which means they still have who have they lost to Carolina yeah I think I'll take a peek right here but uh, yeah they lost to Carolina which means they still play Tampa twice they play New Orleans twice and Carolina one time I think there's at least three losses in there yeah so like I think I think they steal a game against the Panthers and that's it maybe I mean they're I I think they'll go probably. Three and thirteen, and yeah. there's gonna be a ton of there's gonna be huge changes in Atlanta. I think. Yeah, I mean, think about it. If you're gonna bring in a new head coach, new GM, like, yeah, they're gonna yeah, probably gonna be... do a lot of turnover. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, and they have a lot of old guys that you know, like Julio and Matt Ryan. That you know, how good are they gonna go in the next few years? You know. Well, Gurley so, was a one year guy, right? I believe so. I think it's okay. a one year. So what if I told you this? You might not like this, but I know a lot of people have said Packers are even going to sign Aaron Jones or David Bakhtiari. Who would uh, you pick if you had to pick one of those? If I had to pick, I would pick Bakhtiari just mm. because you can get a good running back just about anywhere nowadays. So And they just um, drafted A.J. Dillon, but they don't play him on the field, which doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I wish they used A.J. Dillon a little bit more, but no, I mean Bakhtiari is – top three left tackle in the game sure. and Aaron Rodgers getting older he's not moving as well as he used to so Bakhtiari is that much more important but I mean they have to sign both back Aaron Jones is so good so they're going to lose Kevin King in that like regardless of who they bring yeah. back it sounds like but which, um which yeah. isn't the worst I think I think a lot of people have been linking Aaron Jones to Atlanta as being like the perfect spot, but that's also including them potentially having Matt Ryan there. I mean, like they got Trevor Lawrence in Atlanta. That'd be interesting to see what they would do. Cause obviously Matt yeah. Ryan would be gone. I think he'd still be a starter in some teams. Uh, yep. He's still good. I like Matt Ryan a lot. I've always liked them. Uh, but then like Julio, I'm wondering what they're going to do with Julio Packers. Right. Cause I'm, what he's 32. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Do a, do a signing trade of Julio Jones for Aaron Jones. Hey, that'd be a – could you imagine Aaron Rodgers with Julio Jones? Yeah, and Devontae, I mean, man. And Devontae, yeah, that'd be scary for the NFL. And not and Robert Tanyan. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> he's, very, he's been so good. I can't believe we didn't mention him. He's yeah. been so good this year. What the heck? He had like – didn't he have, like, three or four sense. touchdowns against... Uh... And Jimmy Graham has two touchdowns in two years? I mean, <laughs> good God. Let's move on to the NFC West, a.k.a. the <laughs> NFC Best. All four teams are plus in the point differential. Starting yep. with Seattle at 5-0. and uh, Russell Wilson, you know, has never received an MVP vote. He's by far the front runner this year. I mm-hmm. did listen to a podcast that's like, you know, I, I hate when people say... Oh, but he never won an MVP vote because the years that like he could have been MVP, it was like 
Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes with his yeah. 50 touchdown season. So right. it's like, it okay, who are you going to vote in? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. But DK Metcalf, he has really risen into being one of, if, you know, like a top 10 wide receiver easily. Yeah, I, I forgot who said it, but they said he's this generation's Megatron or something yeah. like that. And like a lot of people when he was coming out of the draft had joked that he like can only run a nine and that's it. But now he's doing everything for them. I'd argue he's better than Tyler Lockett. He's by far the number one go-to for Russ. So, yeah. Well, in that game against the Patriots, I mean, he looked so good against Stephon Gilmore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's huge. He's a monster. Yeah. And they are, 0-0 0-0 against the division, so they haven't played anybody in their division yet. So mm-hmm. once that starts up, it's going to be interesting to see because all these other three teams are actually looking okay, minus the 49ers, mm-hmm. who are still yeah. plus, though, even with a blow against the Dolphins. So yep. second place, we got the Rams. They're 4-1. and um, You know, Jared Goff has looked pretty solid this year. They have a weird wide receiver. Sorry, they have a weird running back core there um Mm -hmm. daryl henderson's been the guy it seems like so far with malcolm brown having a couple go arounds but then cam Akers, who was their uh highly touted rookie that they drafted also in the mix he's now back this week let's see what happens uh and then we know that cooper cup and tyler lockett are sorry cooper cup and robert woods are always reliable that's for sure yeah, that offense, I mean, they've been good. Sean McVay, I don't like him, but what he does works. And Jared Goff has just been – he's been good enough for him. Uh, I like that def- – I mean, you have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. That defense is good. Aaron Donald, man, he is by far going to break that sack record. Like, they've yeah, been talking about freak. it for weeks now. He's, yeah, he's freaking crazy. He's so fast, so strong. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Well, I, I know you said you're a big fan of hard knocks, but, like, Jared Goff, when they had that scrimmage, he's like, dude, I had no idea how quickly he came to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and what, they've been two teammates for two years before then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, he's just insane. Aaron he takes Donald, on a double teams all game. Would you argue Aaron Donald's a top five player in the NFL? Top five player? I think so. I mean, he's not top five, top five important. Okay, Lamar Jackson's like, not a... number one. Fuck NFL's list. That's no garbage. Lamar Jackson. He's he's a little bit overrated. I'll take Mahomes because, number one. Yeah, I, I would do Mahomes, and then I'd probably go Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Feel that right now, right now. I mean, those guys have just been balling out no matter what. Sure. So the Rams actually have a higher point differential than the Seahawks by twelve. That game when the Seahawks, no, dude, they play tomorrow. I think. No, they play the Niners, damn it. I got yeah. super excited there for a second. <laughs> but the Rams-Seahawks is going to be so good when it happens uh, because both of them, know, like outside of Donald, I mean, obviously, but um, both of them don't have very much of a stellar defense. So Yeah, they kind of just have like uh, a couple stars on each side that kind of carry the load. But, yeah, I don't know. It'll be. I think Jalen Ramsey versus DK Metcalf will be really good. Oh, yeah. Jalen Ramsey. He's gotten himself into a bit of a predicament a couple times here. But he got the bank, so. Yeah, well, and and I love the fight with Golden Tate. 
Yeah, that's crazy. Oh. I don't know the backstory on that, but I heard it's pretty crazy. Um, I believe Golden Tate dates his sister or something. It's something along those lines. So that's I don't weird. Know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a weird situation. Cardinals, they're three and two. Um, Kyler Murray has looked really, really good in his second season here, right? Yep. Um, but. DeAndre Hopkins, a lot of people had been questioning, is he going to be able to come up to fruit? Is he going to be able to come normal? Is he going to, you know, take a step back, new quarterback, mm-hmm. takes a little bit of time. He, he's looked so freaking good. Oh, like, my God, yeah. Oh, my God. He is arguably the best wide receiver in football, and he yeah. continues to show it. Yeah, in my eyes, it's him and Devontae Adams when they're healthy. I think Devonte Adams is so good, but yeah, it, DeAndre Hopkins. Everybody knew what he could do with the Texans, but coming over in the Cardinals and he's just been dominant. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he catches everything. Yeah, it's just they're three and two right now. Um, they did lose to Detroit, which was really really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've looked really solid. They're up in the point differential by twenty six right now. I think they're a potential wild card team. Yep. I think the Rams are going to make the wild card. I'm pretty set on that, especially because three of them make it. They're four and one right now. I know there's going to be one team that comes from the NFC South for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Bears are going to make the playoffs? They have a chance. I don't think they will just because I don't think they'll do well late season. Sure. Um, I think – the Rams and the Cardinals can play, make the playoffs. Because mm-hmm. I think I really like the Cardinals. I really like Isaiah Simmons. Sure. I think he was the best defensive player in the draft other than Chase Young this year. Yeah. So. If they don't make it this year, I think that they should be in there next year. Uh, yeah. Third and year. They could Kyler even be like a, like a top two seed. Yeah. Then finally, we end up with the San Francisco 49ers, who everybody said was the odd odds on favorite to win the division i didn't really see that because seattle's always been so consistent and obviously russ is there uh they're two and three right now jimmy g got benched last week he was injured a couple weeks with nick mullins who a lot of people have called my twin for a couple (laughs) for a couple weeks he was there uh but the 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 niners they're they're still plus 10 in the point differential they just got shellaxed by the dolphins um But they are, yeah, they're all one in the division. Uh, but I'm, I'm curious. I mean, like their defense has always been called so so good uh, with Sherman and Bosa. But now Nick Bosa's yep. out. They have so many injuries there. They've had so yeah, many they, injuries they have on the so offense. many injuries, and they and they they blame it on the Jets turf yeah. or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah, they just have so many injuries, and you're showing or you're seeing that Jimmy G really isn't that good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Um, D, uh, sorry, what's his name? Uh, Debo Samuel Debo. is now yep. back, and he's yep. like their key player on the team. Brandon Ayuk is essentially a twin of him, so they yep. play the same skill set, and um, he's been really solid as well. So I'm curious when Debo gets back to full health, how he's going to make that offense click. Uh, their running game has always been their strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raheem Mostert is now back. Jarek McKinnon has had an outstanding 
season so far and that's an outstanding story as well because he's been out for two years so mm-hmm. he the the 49ers signed up for a lot of money he came over from minnesota he was the pass catching back yeah i don't know i i the 49ers are good but i don't see him making making the playoffs even when healthy um i don't think they're gonna make it this year no, especially in that division. That division's too tough. How are they 0-3? I mean, I know there's no fans, but how are they 0-3 at home? <laughs> like, Seahawks are 3-0 and at home, and they have no yeah, fans either. Yeah, I honestly either. don't know. I still <laughs> think there's a whole, there's still a home field advantage Yeah, because you know the but, field, you know the, like, dimensions and such. Right, you don't have to travel. There's, yeah, but I don't know. That just, how are you 0-3 and, yeah, I don't know. All right, so right now, what would you say is your Super Bowl prediction? The AFC is a big toss-up because I think the Bills have a chance. Let's do let's do your safe prediction. I'll do mine, and then we'll do a bold prediction. Okay. Um, coming out of the AFC, I'll go with Chiefs just because it's the Chiefs. And out of the NFC, I would honestly say the Packers right now. Okay. So Packers-Chiefs. So that's your safe? Yep. All right, my say it's going to be Chiefs and Seahawks uh, just because yep. the Seahawks have looked, no offense, but probably the best team, like complete team right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, the Packers run differential – or, sorry, punt, point differential. Uh, I'm just thinking softball here. But point differential has looked way – I mean, they're they're up by 17 on the Seattle. Yeah. But um, – it, uh, it was between the – it was between – Green Bay and Seattle for me, but because I'm a Packer fan, I had to go with the Packers. Sure, I feel that. Um, does Seattle play Green Bay this year? I don't think they do, okay. which is really surprising because they usually do, but I, I don't think they do. That'd be a nice I'll matchup check. just to kind of check out. Uh, but yeah, I'll go. I'll go the Chiefs and the Seahawks with my safe matchup. What about your bold matchup? Okay, Green Bay does not play Seattle. Yeah, I, th- I didn't think they did. Because uh, they play they, the they NFC, they play the NFC South this year, right? Um. Yes. Okay. Okay. So my bold, I would go Buffalo because that defense is very good, and I think really highly of Josh Allen. Um. So Buffalo and oh man, the NFC. The football team take them. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, it's between them and the Giants at this point. No, um, I, I'll honestly say Bills, Cardinals. Wow. Yeah, that's really bold. I'm gonna well, go see, with NFC. I see as there's teams like Green Bay and Seattle really high up there, and then there's just a bunch of teams that are just okay. Sure. I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh, Green Bay. That's my that's my bold prediction. But Green Bay is very realistic. So Green Bay is not as bold. Pittsburgh, I guess, is a little bit bold because everybody views as, like, the Chiefs. It's theirs to lose. Right, or the Ravens. Yeah, and a lot of people have, like, said the Bills are, like, you know, one of those threats. But I'm going to go with the Steelers. They've looked so good. Their defense is really good. A lot of offensive weapons. So that's my bold pick. I like that. I like that. If Big Ben keeps playing – well and chase kate claypool can continue continue being a factor sure. yeah they could be they could be good all year okay let's wrap it up here with the trevor lawrence sweepstakes so right now who do you think is going to be the worst team in the nfl 
And then the second question is, do they take Trevor Lawrence? Um, it's going to be a toss-up between the Giants for being the worst team or the Jets, I think. So the two New York teams. Um, so I don't think the Jets would take him, but I think the Giants would 100% abandon Daniel Jones. Because, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is just bounds ahead of him. Sure. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, you saw what he did today. I mean, he's a beast. I want to take the Giants, but the bottom line is they play too many games where they have a potential to win. Yeah. So I'm also going to stick with the Jets, and I think the Jets do take him, and I'm not going to like it. But <laughs> I'm curious because I don't know what I heard, but in the last week I've heard that, like, the Jets' ownership thinks that Sam Darnold could yield a first-round pick. I'm like, where did they get that from? Wow, I don't think that. They took no. him in the first round, but he's no. not worth a first. I mean, regardless no, of how much I believe close. in him. If Bell isn't even worth a late round, Darnold's not worth a first round. Well, I don't think his contract is that rich right now because he's still on his rookie. I, I mean, yeah, I guess. I'll take a peek right now. But, yeah, that's, that's just something I've been kind of uh, – curious about because like what uh yeah so he I did sign a four-year extension though oh okay i can see him i can see him taking jamar chase number one or oh, like wow. in the top three if they get it i i think jamar chase is really good so if the jets cut sam darnold it would be an 8.3 million dollar cap hit which would not okay. be good uh but then oh. they also have darnold for one more year so next year he's he's due 5.02 million so, oh, okay. but he'll if have they, to get a pay, he'll have to get a payday soon. Well, because if they cut him, that's a nine point seven nine million dollar cap hit next year. Right. Once it right. enters the next fiscal year, so, like, yeah. I don't know if it. They're not gonna cut him. There's no way they're gonna cut him. No, I don't think they'll cut him. But at the same time, it's like they're just gonna have him sitting on their bench if they draft Lawrence, right? Because if you draft Lawrence, there's no way you're going to put him in a QB battle if he's the number one pick. No, you have to play him at that point. You have to play him. Which, th- I mean, they need weapons in the if offensive Lawrence line. Can win, if, if Lawrence can win the Heisman or win the national championship and you draft him, you have to play him. Sure. All right. Well, that's all we got for this episode of Word with Logan and Friends. We will definitely be speaking a little closer to NBA draft time. Uh, I'm sure that you and I will put together like a mock draft as mm-hmm. well as maybe like a free agency preview. So I'm looking forward to that. We will see you next time. The devil in my phone, you want to talk. But I'm not really up for conversations. I can't have my cake and eat it too. I just got to make a reservation. Chilling in my head, but it's hot. Flames everywhere, I see Satan. Demons try to run up in my spot a lot. Really, really running out of patience.